0: Handoff. Damian Williams trying to get to the edge. Breaks a tackle. 35-30. Damian Williams 20. Stays in bounds. 15-10-5. Touchdown. Kansas City. going to Damian Williams touchdown. Here viene el Williams. Acelera Williams. Tiene el primer y dice escapa. A la 20. A la 10. Uh, few... a a few... touchdown. Williams runs to immortality and Chiefs Kingdom get ready to welcome your champions!
1: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads Abroad Podcast. I'm slightly different today. You've just got myself Neil, but I'm joined by a special guest who had a great opportunity to sit down and have a chat with someone. And I will let me introduce that someone now. Okay, so now we're joined by um, Yahoo Sports senior NFL writer and Kansas City resident and friend of the show. Since you've been on once before, then I'm going to call you friend of the show for this time around. Uh, Terrence Paler. Terrence, how are you?
0: I'm good. How are you doing, man?
1: I'm good. I'm good. Um, So Super Bowl, Chiefs against the Bucks. Uh Sunday week. Um the the big story with the Chiefs offensive line, yes.
0: It definitely is, yeah. And um I think I think they're gonna miss Mitchell Schwartz and they're gonna miss Eric Fisher, right? That's gonna be something to contend with, especially with the way the Bucks rush off the edge. So um there's different things you can do for that. Um you can you can, you, can, you can try to soften the rush by, by using a little power at them. You can use a little misdirection, screens, draws, like anything you can do to kind of keep those guys on their heels a little bit. I fully expect Andy Reid to be in his bag with the trick plays and the clever play calls.
1: So we're looking McCall Hardman, Jet Sweeps, screens to whoever's in the running back position. Um, screens are
0: Andy's forte, aren't they?
1: Like he has a myriad of them
0: including some I'm sure we haven't seen before. So, you know, the shovel passes, that would be in the mix. Anything to make those guys think twice about rushing hard upfield. I think Patrick Mahomes' mobility is going to have to play a role in this game, too, because he's going to have to make these guys miss. Um, Because, And I think tight ends, receivers, if they can get a chip on these guys, they should do that because um, the Chiefs are the better football team but but there is a precedent in the Super Bowl of the other team winning when their pass rush is better than the offensive line they're facing. So well, I'm sure they know that, and I'm sure that's something that they've got to take into account and that they have.
1: I, I was just reading your piece before you came on about the Giants against Patriots from way back where uh, Jason Pierre-Paul was playing, and that was it 2011, was it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Do, yep. do you
1: think the Bucks are capable of doing what the Giants did back then?
0: Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. If Mahomes can't move the way that we're used to seeing him move, that that could happen. And I think the Chiefs have to prepare for that. Like, they have to prepare for that rush to seriously impact their game plan. And, um, you know, it, that that is the only thing defenses really have going for them these days is that – if you can rush the passer, you can play defense a little bit like the old days. So the thing for Todd Bowles is going to be deciding who he wants to be because he's got a myriad amount of blitz packages. He's got a great rush. But we saw what happened the first game between these two teams when you play like one high or zero blitz coverages against this team. Like you're in trouble. She was so- you can't, you can't do that against Tyreek Hill so the smart thing to do and I think the Bills game plan was was fine defensively last weekend like you make these guys go the length of the field on you you know and I was talking to Chris Harris Jr. about this recently like you know like that for the most part is kind of how, how you have to play them and you do that and hope that your four can get home and if they can you got a shot you really do and yet teams are and
1: in Mahomes' last 27 games? I mean, teams have tried it, but it hasn't been successful at winning the game. Is it just what gives them the best shot at winning the game,
0: but the Chiefs are just
1: that bit better?
0: I think so. You know, I think so. I think, um, you know, Mahomes is really difficult to beat, and um, the Chiefs are. And, you know, the defense has a lot to do with that. The coaching staff has a lot to do with that. You know, this is a tough team to beat. But I still think – I think the philosophy works. It's just, you know, if you try to do it the other way, you might lose by 30. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I know the Chiefs haven't blown a lot of people out this way, this year, but I think a reason they haven't blown a lot of people out this year is because no one wants to be like Baltimore in September. Yeah. Remember that game? They, they decided that we're Baltimore, we blitz. Well, good luck with that. You're going to get blown out. <laughs> and um, that game was closer than it really appears to, so – Yeah, I think that's going to be the interesting factor. Like, how will the Texans play these guys? Yeah.
1: Will the Chiefs' running game come into it to kind of take that pass rush away as well? I mean, do you see... I've been really impressed with Williams over the past few weeks. Do you see him kind of splitting the load with Edward Tiller? Or do you think Edward Tiller, because he's been the number one kind of through the rest of the season, will kind of filter
0: back into that role? I think that they'll probably keep it going with Williams a little bit. Like, they like what he's given them. He's been good. You know, Edward D. Lair's injury, you know, it kind of stinks to have that because it it zaps you with a little bit of juice. So, you know, Daryl's been running hard. Daryl barrel has been running hard, man. And um, I I like what he's given this offense. And I I do think he'll have a role in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, so maybe a sly outside uh, long odds bet for MVP
0: maybe. Hmm. Not a horrible one. It's going to no. be tough to uh, – I like Tyreek Hill and um, as a potential bet because he's already burned these guys a bunch. But it's going to be tough. Like, I don't see a scenario where the Chiefs win this game without, like, Mahomes playing well enough to get MVP. And gotcha. um, the quarterback is just such a big part of the deal. It will be tough not to give it to him. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. E- even if Tyreek Hill has, like, a 200-yard day – Mahomes is probably going to have a 400-yard day on the back of that, and he gets it because he's a quarterback.
0: Exactly, exactly yeah. right. That's what I'm thinking. That's how I'm thinking that can break down.
1: Yeah, gotcha. And looking at the books, um, I've kind of got into the analytics side of things this year, and I was trying to put together stuff for an article last night, and I was surprised the average depth of target for the books' receivers Seven of them were beyond 10 yards downfield, and only one of the chiefs, Terry Kill for the Chiefs, was averaging about 12 yards deep, but there were seven Bucks receivers were averaging beyond 10 yards for depth of target. Are they a downfield passing team? They
0: definitely are. Like Tom Brady has really he, Tom is about slinging the rock, okay um, you know, he's tried to make he's throwing the ball deep like he's trying to improve a point. You know, um, I think that that's the case. I think he is trying to prove a point. I think he's trying to show that, hey, it wasn't me in, ten- in New England. Yeah. You know, look at those guys. And I think he's been <laughs> proven right. So, um, yeah, they're a downfield passing team and the Chiefs secondary is going to have to be on point, man.
1: But do you think the Chiefs kind of have a, a playoff defense that's kind of – I suppose playoff team in general that just has that next gear – to take it up a level when the big games come along?
0: I do. I do. And they're proven, you know, they're proven. Like I thought they played as well on the back end against Buffalo as we've seen, you know, uh, them playing in a long time. And I think it speaks to the, um, I really do. I think it speaks to the job Brett Veach has done putting together that secondary, rebuilding it on the fly, you know, really only spent, two premium assets on all those guys back there. Right. Like, um, you spent a lot of money on Matthew Ty, the honey badger, yeah. but you know, they also spent just a second round pick basically on, um, mm-hmm. on, on, on Thornhill. So, you know, all, everyone else was like a cheaper free agent or a one year deal or a fine. Um, then some of it goes back to, you know, Dorsey with Sorensen, Right. But aside from that, man, Fenton was a the guy they found late. Like it's, a, it was a heck of a job to rebuild that secondary. Is that a,
1: a viable long-term strategy for the defense? A cornerback is your one of your two premium positions back there, and they tend to take up a fair chunk of cap space. You know, you, a good cornerback, what you're looking at, fifteen million a year, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm so, mm-hmm. It, do you think this is the Chiefs' way of negating some of the Mahomes contract money? being taken up by saying, right, we'll, we'll put our money into Frank Clark and Chris Jones and hope we've got enough pass rush that these guys don't have to cover too long?
0: That's part. That was part of their strategy. Like Brett always believed that you had to have two pass rushers, I think, right? Because you have Chris Jones, then you have Frank Clark off the edge. And as much as people talk about Frank Clark's productivity, you know, during the season, his postseason chops are – Without, I mean, without equal, he's a closer. Like, he yeah. he brings in his down-to-down intensity has been a net plus for this team in a significant way. He will bring it. He's also somebody who believes in protecting his quarterback. What wasn't lost on me was how I think Mahomes got – the the Bucks got whistled for, like, a personal foul on Mahomes the first game. And, you know – Frank Clark came back and hit Brady in the face mask like twice Yeah, the next drive. I think that was intentional. I'm just Did, saying. Didn't he get Absolutely. a roughing the passer
1: penalty on one of those as well?
0: Yeah, I think I think that was intentional to be quite candid with you. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I, I think he's brought a lot to the table, man. And this is going to be a hell of a game. Um, Do
1: you think it's going to go down? Do you think it's going to be a close one then and kind of come down to who has the ball last? Is Like, could it be – a potential shootout, kind of like the Rams game from a couple of years back where it's just everything's on the table, just go for
0: it? Could be, could be. I wouldn't be surprised if it if it did turn into that. Um, for that to happen, the offices just have to be rolling, and that's totally possible. Um Even with the Chiefs line the way it is? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it's possible if Andy is completely – done a good job scheming it up. And, and honestly, this just comes down to Mahomes. How mobile is he? Like, if he's mobile like normal, it it doesn't really matter what the Bucks do. You can't blitz him. And then if you try to do the thing with four, he's going to carve that up. But that gives you a better chance than blitzing him, in my opinion, as long as he can move. So, I, I mean, I could see this being an epic 38-35 shootout or something. I could see that happening, man. That, mm-hmm. You know, this is football. But, um, you know, it, it could also go the other way. So it, it'd be fascinating, man. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. So I'm, I'm not going to ask you for a prediction because I do know you are you were saving that for your kind of podcast, um, the Yahoo NFL sports podcast,
0: just before <laughs>
1: – was that Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday one, I think you're going to do that on not Yeah.
0: Probably Wednesday. Probably. But we might do it Monday. We'll see. Sometime next week, though. Yeah.
1: Actually, ju- just on your podcast um, – you've now gone to the, the live Monday evening ones. Whose idea was that? Like, have you enjoyed that kind of thing?
0: I have enjoyed that. That's something we've been wanting to do for basically since we started the podcast. Cause we like having the engagement and we like having people involved. Right. Um, we like having people in the mix. So, um, you know, um, it, it's been fun. Like we like getting the live feedback as we go, we get juice from our listeners and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's been a blast, man. We want to do that more going forward. We just we got to the point we could finally be able to pull it off. So um, we're excited. We're excited to keep it going, too, because it's great.
1: Yeah, from a UK point of view, 6 in the evening, very, very passable time. That's my last working hour, so it's every Monday. Um, as you can see from the live chat, when there's myself and a guy called Josh um, who keep chatting away to each other. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. um, Shout out to Josh, man. Yeah, shout out to Josh, Josh, the uh, the Chargers fan from San Diego. (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's awesome, Um, man.
1: But yeah, uh, uh, for our listeners, this coming Monday is going to be a mainly question and answer session, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of question and answer, because basically we're doing three shows, (laughs) pre-being the Super Bowl, and it'll be the second and the third, so... You know, we want to show love to our listeners by doing the question and answer thing. We'll have some other things, too. Lord knows there's been enough going on in the league. So yeah. um, plenty to talk about. Hope you guys join us. We, we think it'll be a blast.
1: Yeah, well, you, you'll see me there in the chat room, all right. I'll be along for that. My
0: man, appreciate it.
1: Okay, well, I think that'll probably wind us up there. Teres, thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a pleasure to chat to you. And uh, good luck with the uh, the podcast coming this week.
0: appreciate it.
1: Thanks. Thanks, man. Thank Thank you. you. Okay. So big, thank you to Terrace there. Um, We really appreciate him giving us his time. Um, We will be back next week with our uh, regular podcast, possibly back with two. We're working on a special guest for Monday, hopefully. Um, So if that comes off great, watch out for us on Monday. If not, then we'll be back kind of late next week with our Super Bowl preview with the four of us. Um, Thanks for listening. Appreciate your time and we'll talk to you soon.